Hey there and welcome to what looks to be like a new episode of the Christian Women in Business and Leadership YouTube channel and podcast show. It's so great to have you here today. We are on the countdown to conference now, which is in Feb 2022, held at the sunny coast, which I'm very excited about. And today we've got one of our speakers joining us, Jody Barashev. Welcome, my love. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. And Jordan is joining us all the way from Brisbane. So I'm in Sydney. You're actually at quarter past 12. I'm at quarter past one. We're in the same country. Um, And it's just very confusing. (laughs) Welcome to the show today. Now, I'm so excited because we've invited you to come to conference to share two things. So we've got you sharing your story because you've had quite an interesting journey. And also you run a business on the side and you also have aspects of understanding what it's like to be a service-based business owner and um, an e-commerce. So you kind of bring a whole different variety of knowledge and wisdom and all bits and bobs of life as well in that. So what I would love for you to do is first start by sharing just a little bit about your story. Obviously, we don't want you to share too much because we want to hear the full bam, thank you, ma'am, at conference. And then we'll move on to some different questions. Sure, sounds good. Yeah, so I'm a graphic designer and I have freelanced for a long time. And since my oldest son, I've got three children, married to Dave, live in Brisbane, like you said. And uh, I have done graphic design as a freelance position. I've worked for companies and stuff like that before. I have a real heart for um, not for profit and stuff like that. So I've done a lot of work with those sort of organizations, Christian organizations and everything. And um, yeah, about seven years ago, I started an e-commerce store, um, which I'll share a bit more, I guess, the how that happened (laughs) but uh i started an e-commerce store and i've been doing that for a while on the side and just in the last probably couple of years it's probably become a bit more of a thing um but i still uh, yeah i've loved working for myself i love that flexibility and everything like that but um yeah so that's a bit about me and what i do and yeah that's cool we were just talking um before we jumped on the recorded version (laughs) um of how through covid like the day-to-day of our lives because we work from home, hasn't really changed that much. I mean, Brisbane hasn't been through the amount of stupidity yet, hopefully not, thank you, Jesus, that Sydney or Victoria has. Um, But I guess the blessing from working from home and adapting to that kind of lifestyle already um, is a blessing. Uh, Obviously, I don't have kids, so I'm not dealing with homeschooling and stuff. And I know that there's so many business owners who are, just tearing their hair, hair out or have torn their hair out and actually given up on homeschooling um, just for the sanity of themselves and for their kids as well who have really yeah. struggled with that kind of environment of learning. And I do not know how they do it. I do not know how people have done it for so long, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah for real. And yeah. like I actually um, have spoken to a few mums out there now who actually just gave in to homeschooling like they just didn't do it they quit if you like um Mm. and they just called their school told them that you know I can't do this anymore the kids can't do this anymore and there's been just such a dramatic change in their children's behavior as soon as the pressure was lifted like the whole family was just like relieved and the pressure was off and um so like if you got to that point 
yeah like it's okay and I think it's good that you've called the shots when you've needed to and you've set your own boundaries rather than having someone else dictate them for you in an already stressful situation but getting back to the the podcast today (laughs) so can you share the names quickly of your two businesses so I don't know if they've got separate names now obviously I know one which is all your beautiful things so yes Yeah, so my online uh, business is called Honey and Gold. Um, so that's honeyandgold.com.au. And then I have a creative business, which is, it's literally in the middle of a transition. Um, it was Tribe Nine, which is um, based on, I guess, my family of origin. I'm one of nine kids. And oh. so um, that's where that name came from. And that's my freelance sort of arm. Um, but I'm in the middle of changing that also just to be a bit more me-centric. I am only me um, so just sort of wanted to take away the fact that I'm not an agency or anything like that. So just Jordan Barashev Creative. So And it sort of just opens up that I can then use that for anything. If I want to write a book, if I want to do something, it just sort of expands it and makes it a bit more open. So I'm literally, I'm writing from one email and receiving from another, like it's literally in the middle of a transition. <laughs> in the middle. Oh, <laughs> so, that's um, always a really difficult yes. Difficult stage. Um, and like a builder's house is never done right. My website is not for that. Our part <laughs> is not new and everything. So that's the, re- that's the real life. Um, but let's, like, let's just be real with this for a minute, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I only got so many hours in the day. You can only do so much. So yeah. so busy trying to do the work. You don't have time to often do that other stuff. So anyway. Yeah, it's so true. But I love mm. the fact that... Um, you're changing over to your own name. Like there was a real section in time where people were like, no, don't use your own name for branding because, you know, you need to build a brand that you can sell on or whatever. But as Mm -hmm. the past few years, social media and um, all the different videos has really changed that culture because people are realizing that actually humans want to relate with other humans. And by having your own name, people are relating to you as a human. Um, yeah. So I think it's really cool. And congratulations on allowing yourself to branch out and like you're coming to speak at conference. So that's another thing that you can have under your own name, like makes it so much easier. Yeah exactly exactly and I'm not going to sell something that is me like I feel like I can't help but wear my heart on my sleeve and be me so the chances of me selling that on are probably very slim so um it's just an essentials kind of thing it needs to be called something so um yeah people and it's all by word of mouth so people find me for that arm of my business people do just find me word of mouth or things like that or through LinkedIn which is under your name anyway so exactly um, (laughs) it just makes life so much easier yeah absolutely for sure sure. so can you please share with us five tips on your craft that you'd like to share with our audience today um, that they might be able to implement into their life and business Sure. Uh, where do you start? There's so many things. I love talking business and stuff like that. So um, I don't know about my specific craft. Like I think as a graphic designer, you know, a couple of things I'd be I'd be saying to other creatives is just to create anyway. We go through as a you know as a creative, you do go through the emotions of you know that block and that oh what have I you know I've designed anything good today? I haven't designed anything today. Um, <laughs> is this hitting the mark? Is this not hitting the mark? I think that's just a creative's journey. <laughs> so I would just say journey. create anyway and just do something and send it. So many times with clients, I I wait. I'm a bit of a 
recovering perfectionist in that way. I want people to like it. So I'm working on it to the nitty gritty instead of just sending it at 80% and going, what are your thoughts? You know, so I'm a bit more confident in doing that now. Create anyway, send it anyway. Um, so that would be my first tip for specifically creative. Um, and definitely, again, in a world of comparison and socials and all that sort of stuff is just to, so something I come back to time and time again, but to run your own race, just to yeah. know what it is you want to do and your why, if that's so strong, just keep coming back to that um, and going, no, this is, this is me. I'm going to look different to someone else. You know, and we look at numbers so much of other people and go, oh, maybe if I did that, I'd have more followers or whatever. Um, but just coming back to that running my own race um, and confidence in that. So I would definitely say that. Um, having said that about comparison, I think my next tip would be to know <laughs> to know your numbers, <laughs> um, but not as a way of comparison, but just as a way to measure how you're going. You know, Absolutely, like how many yeah. people, how many people, yeah. And I've I think being a creative too, I just kind of go, oh, that's the boring stuff. It's not important. It's just about creating art, you know, like um, or creating. But I need to be charging the right thing. I need to make sure my overheads aren't, you know, blowing out mm. and um, things like that. So knowing my numbers has been super important. Um, yeah, particularly in the last 12 months, I've realised that. Um, <laughs> so what's yeah, made you realise that? Um, I had a business partner last year for my e-commerce site and she was super good at that. And just I realised the power in what it can tell me about my business and I think I'd never really drilled down enough in each of those things to actually realise, oh, I am growing, oh, that is growing. And, you know, you sort of just get, I would just go and buy the vibe, you know, like, oh, that feels good or that got a good reaction or, you know, <laughs> you can't run a business by vibe. So, um, <laughs> I'm feeling really good today. I made a dollar. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Oh, no, there's nothing with making a dollar. Yeah, no, but you understand right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. So for knowing, for me, knowing that was sort of power and helped me make decisions, I guess, and moving forward, or products that I would have, or you know, just being like, oh, I have to charge a bit more for that, or um, and just tracking even, you know, who's on my email list. Oh, I've gained, you know, like sixty people in this, you know, span of time or whatever instead of just going, oh, I think it's on the up or it's growing, mm. but just actually having, you know, boundaried, yes, this is exactly, there was 67 people added in the last, since I sent my last email or whatever. Um, yeah. So stuff like sure. that. And yeah. it is like going into like running your own race and knowing your numbers, it is literally just knowing what numbers to focus on. So, yeah. um, for example, I was just... Um, writing up our weekly heart mail for Christian women, business and leadership. And um, I'm just a little off in my days this week. Um, and then I was also preparing the one for the automation girl as well, because um, basically this year we've been really focusing on email marketing and mm. video um, over social media. Um, and what was really interesting is I've got a lot more, um, and it, the numbers aren't really accurate in the way anyway. I've never pushed email marketing with the automation girl and pushed it a lot with Christian women in business, just to put it in perspective. So mm. this year I've been going, okay, now it's start. I need to start growing it for the automation girl. So it's only been this year that I've really started to push it. Um, so Christian women in business list is a lot bigger by, I'm going to say maybe, 10 times the amount than the automation yeah, well. girl. 
Um, but with the um, weekly newsletters that we've been sending out, I've actually had a higher open rate with the lower list of the automation girl. So interesting. Really, yeah. really, really interesting. Um, and I just looked at that this morning. I was like, oh, I'm just going to have a quick look and see how they're comparing. I don't try and get too bogged down because you can go the other way and become obsessed with it. But Absolutely. I just thought, you know, let's just have a look and let's just be a bit of a geek here and see how this mm. compares. So as I've always said with social media, with emails, whatever, it might not necessarily always be about the bigger number of following, but who's actually interacting with you, who's actually purchasing that's the number that we need to like concentrate on and build that up. So you might see someone with 200,000 followers on Instagram, but you know, they're making less than a dollar a day or whatever. And then you might not even have a social media account and be running a million dollar business. So and you're killing it. Yeah. And you're killing it. And you're not even worried about what a read is or a real sorry or the next algorithm. You're just killing it. So it is literally about running your own ways, staying in your own lane, what numbers actually matter and focusing on those. And you know, not obsessing, but definitely keeping a tab yeah. if you like on where things are at for sure I love that sorry number yeah. four. Oh, number four um I think again plays to my creative nature <laughs> but okay. uh but I'm not a naturally organized person this is again probably something to do with the numbers but um I, I would be like a spontaneous I don't feel like doing that today or I don't feel like creating that thing today so I'm going to do this but actually creating boundaries I've literally only in the last month this is kind of going to be embarrassing. Um, gone to a dig- digital calendar. I've always just been a hand-drawn, you know, to-do list and a, a wall calendar kind of thing. I've literally gone to using my iCal and scheduling in everything. I was inspired by um, was a guy who was a podcast. I can't remember. He was a general in a in an army, and he talked. He said, "If you look at my thing, my calendar, you'll see when I actually shower." You're like he was oh. that structured, and I'm like, I'm never going to be like that. But um, just to put in my calendar that this is the time I'm going to do something and sort of be a bit more committed to it. There's still flexibility. I think working for yourself, you've still got to have some flexibility. Um, That's the whole point. For sure. Uh, But I think my spontaneity spontaneity needed some boundaries. So that's been super helpful. Um, It's just being more organised and getting stuff done. Yeah. Um, I still love a paper to-do list. Don't get me wrong. Uh, crossing those babies off is so, so rewarding. Um, I love it. Yeah, I was gonna going say, to say, I used to be like a huge, obviously running the automation girl, like I love like making sure everything is efficient as possible. Um, and I do have an online calendar and obviously all the appointments go in there and I have the set times that people can book in. For example, Jordan booked in for the podcast yeah. today. There was set um, podcast times for that throughout the week there's set times for when people want to book in for a free consult um, but other than that since we've gone into lockdown and things have just really relaxed um, I've just been using like a seven dollar um, paper diary from Kmart writing out what it is I need to do in each day and so that's good. been it and I've just been yeah. so relaxed I feel like I've gone from this crazy maniac you know having everything organized being a perfectionist with it um mm. 
and having that real busy cramming in as much as you can to the yeah. complete opposite of just being the most relaxed, like, yeah, man, like, let's just do this. If I get stuff done yeah. today, I get it done. It's like, it's so funny. I, I feel like I've gone from being an A-type personality to a creative. <laughs> I've gone the other way. You know how people are always trying to get creatives to be more like A-types? Oh, yeah. Tag team. I've just tagged you. You're it. <laughs> That's how I used to be. Um, I'd still be fairly A-driven, like I'd be fairly driven, but just being able to, yeah, just, and I think it's helped giving me that, I think I could work all the time. I actually love what I do. So, mm-hmm. but with three kids, I obviously can't. So actually putting in those times and being realistic that's been the biggest change for me because yeah, I'd be so optimistic as an yeah as an optimist you're like yeah I can do all these things today and you'd maybe get two whereas if I put it in a calendar it actually goes actually that's going to take me two hours to probably do that project or whatever and so then you go oh what can I actually really get done in my six hour window when my kids are at school you know so I think having it not just written on a piece of paper for me at the moment anyway and this will probably change right yeah um, we're but, all flexible yeah, and adaptable. yeah exactly Exactly. But just to sort of give myself boundaries, I think, of going, oh, actually, I don't need to work tonight because I've done all these things. And so, I don't know, that's been super helpful. Um, that's just really to get good. more organised in a really practical sense. Um, and then I would just be, I would say, get the proper tools for the job. Like sometimes we don't want to spend money. I don't know. I'm like this. I'm just like, oh, can I do that? Can I afford that? But so many times you have to spend the money to earn the money. And so just to have the proper, you know, get the industry standard for, you know, I'm not going to use, you know, Canva is great. If I'll use that as an example, because Canva is great and I've used it in different work environments for different clients and stuff like that when they've got stuff in Canva. But for me as a designer, that is my profession. I should be using, you know, the Adobe so that for I'm, you know, like I'm paying that subscription and stuff like that. So it's getting the proper tools for the job, for your industry, whatever that might be, you know, automation. Man, I need to work on that. You need to teach me your way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? Like I've got a subscription mm. to that. I'm probably not using it to the best of my its ability. Yeah. But it's just getting the proper tools, getting, a you know, a project management tool, um, all those sorts of things that actually help if it helps and it helps you get organized and you know earn more then pay for it I think yeah yeah so pay for, for those sure things. yeah I love it yeah and then the last thing I'd say oh this is probably number six so sorry I'm going that's all right we've just, got a bonus yeah. one people we have a bonus <laughs> but just being confident in your gifting and I guess this comes back to running your own race it's just being confident in what you're doing what God's gifted you with um and just being faithful to it I think there's so much power in being faithful in the small things I don't think we give acknowledgement Mm. to that often Mm. um so just being confident yeah in your gifting and faithfully serving that out so they would be my tips for business yeah (laughs) all right so just a re a quick recap we've got um create anyway so uh push through the boundaries if you're having a bit of a block or you're just not feeling it don't aim for perfection get to 80 percent if you're a creative get the feedback make sure you're on the right track which you're probably going to save yourself a lot of time anyway because if the client doesn't like it you haven't gotten the whole 100 percent. absolutely number two is run your own race so um know what it is um that you want to do and kind of keeping your eyes in your own lane trying not to be swayed by 
the false sense of numbers. However, mm-hmm. knowing your numbers and the right ones um, is just so important in business. Obviously, you don't have a business if you're not making money, you're just doing a hobby, which is fine if that's what you want to do. But exactly. if you're trying to put food on the table and pay staff, we need to start making a little bit more. Um, number five is creating boundaries. Um even as a creative, just being generally more organized and getting stuff done and understanding also the reverse of that, that knowing that when four o'clock comes around or whatever that time is for you, it's okay to put down the tools Mm. and go and be present with your family and do whatever the night things are for you. Um, And then number five, get the proper tools for the job. Absolutely, 100% agree with this. It will make your life easier. Mm. Um, I know it because I work in it. It's what I do. I set up what I like to call investments for people in their businesses. So it's not just um, we're just creating this automation. It's actually we're investing in your business uh, into something that's going to serve you again and again and again that in the long run will save you a hell of a lot of time, even down to having an online calendar. Like that will save you heaps of time. You're not backing and throwing, trying to work out time differences or all that. So even if you can set even that up, you will notice a massive difference. Absolutely. So thanks so much for sharing all those. They are mm-hmm. awesome. Can you share with us now, how do you incorporate God into your business? Uh, every day. I think I consider him literally a business partner because, you know, there's so many times and particularly with my honey and gold business, which is more faith-based designs and things like that. So it's wall art and stationery and gifts and all the pretty um, things, all the pretty things. Exactly. And so it's like, Lord, what if often that will come out, those products come out of my own personal journey with Jesus. So it is already something I've lived or God's taught me or shown me or a promise, you know, things like that. Um, so I think he's definitely a part of that um, in what should I concentrate on next? And, you know, he'll just drop ideas. Obviously, honestly, you know, like you're driving. It's in those quiet times in oh, the shower totally. and you're driving or Washing the whatever. Pots. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When your mind can wander, um, that I think he sort of gives ideas and stuff like that. Um, so he's done that many times, dropped ideas into my head. Um, and then again, on my freelance side of the business, you know, if I'm with a client, I'm like, Lord, give me an idea. I have no, got this block. And literally, you know, like that's, he is there. I, I consider it, yeah, I, I kind of assume he's going to show up. <laughs> I assume that he's going to tell me something. I assume I'll get an idea and I, and I attribute that to him. Um, so he's definitely a part of everything. Um, maybe not overtly, like I'm not necessarily preaching in my freelance business or anything like that, but I, f- I feel like he's given me these gifts. I want to be faithful to it. So, of course, he's in, you know, he's in the mix yeah, with me. So totally he's in it. there. He's in there. And, um, yeah, very much a part of my everyday life. And, yeah, so that's, that's awesome. all I can say. Every day. <laughs> Every day. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what is your Bible verse for this season and why? Oh, man. Again, I don't know how to. I found this really hard. I really found this hard to go, oh, what is it at the moment? Um, but I think it's the sun I'm spending with the world being so crazy at the moment and just so disheartening. And it's so easy to lose our peace and our joy, um, and things like that. I've just really found comfort in the Psalms. So I do a daily like devotions and stuff like that. And I just keep finding myself. The Psalms are the ones that I write down in my 10 minute journal, which I sell in my shop. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. you can buy it honeyandgold.com.au <laughs> and they will be for sale at conference as well. Yes, so Jodie's yes. bringing, uh, Jodie, I don't know why I keep wanting to call you Jodie. Jordan <laughs> right. is bringing, yeah. um, 
everything with her yeah, bring so you can see all sure. the beautiful merch that you've got behind you and mm, for yeah. sure yeah so I think at the moment and Psalm 34 probably like all of it but there was just two verses that have sort of jumped out at me lately and I just keep coming back to and it's um so Psalm 34 verses 7 and then 15 it says the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them and just that picture of him like surrounding me and just sort of just that protection um and then the verse 15 it says the eyes of the lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry so just that he is he's protecting he's listening he is present in the in the midst i think often we yeah we want things to get better before we you know see what he's doing but he's right there and so i find that really i don't know that gives me peace fills me with peace to know that you know he's encamped literally set up tent around me you know like he's there he's not moving and so I found that really encouraging at the moment yeah that's awesome I love that mm. thank you so much for sharing I've noted You're them welcome. down that's why I keep looking down and typing <laughs> away just so we capture everything as we go um all right well we've shared where our listeners can find you but you would be on Facebook and Instagram as well under honey and gold yeah so mostly insta um so honey and gold au is my handle there and do lots in stories so follow along there and yeah in my feed my freelance is just jordan barashev design so um yeah you can find me in those places is there anything else you'd like to pass on to our listeners and watchers today before we end the call no i think just keeping on keeping on i think you just have to keep doing the thing if you know you're called to it i think just keep going and um, and pray, like ask God for wisdom. I think he gives that when we ask, you know, it's one thing he promises us in the Bible, you know, ask for wisdom, you'll receive it. And so um, just praying for wisdom in your issue, you know, the issues that are at hand um, and how to grow. So that's great. Um, oh, yeah. I know one last question. Sorry. Yes. No, you, this is your first time to one of our conferences. Yes. Um, what is it that you're most looking forward to about conference in Feb? I think just connecting with other women. I think hearing other people's stories. I love hearing story. And I think God, God, you know, Jesus spoke in stories all the time. So I love hearing that. Looking forward to meeting other like-minded people. because it can be lonely when you're working, particularly if you're working for yourself and you are working from home, it can be really lonely. So finding other women who are doing, you know, working for themselves and finding motivation, inspiration in that sort of space, I really am excited to meet everyone there and um, be a part of it. It's amazing what you've created, SJ. I love it. So, yeah, super excited. That's good. Cool. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been absolutely wonderful to have you. And next time we will be interviewing more speakers um, that are going to come to conference. So Jordan will be getting to learn about the other speakers too, as well as you guys. And um, I know that I'm really excited about it as well. Just seeing people in human form is going to be great. Um, And it's a given that there will be lots of hugs just to prepare you. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) Well, I'm SJ. You're listening and watching the Christian Women in Business podcast and YouTube channel. And we'll catch you next time. Bye for now.